are Locked On Trailblazers, your daily Portland Trailblazers podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Hello and welcome to a October 21st Monday, excuse me, October 22nd Monday edition of the Locked On Blazers podcast. I'm your host, Eric Garcia Gunderson, editor for LeBron Wire, part of USA Today's NBA Wire Sites, former Blazer beat writer at the Vancouver Columbian, also a writer for the Associated Press, and your host here on Locked On Blazers, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Welcome back to the show uh we did not have a podcast immediately after saturday's game i kind of had a long night over at lebron wire with the whole rockets lakers fight but i did watch uh the blazers game uh after the fact uh following that game and so that's also part of the reason why i didn't record that night because i was busy watching the game so that i knew what to talk about when i was on here because i'm a big fan of actually watching the basketball games to look at what happened when i'm talking about your favorite team so uh the blazers are coming off of a win they are two and oh as they defeated the San Antonio Spurs on Saturday, 121-108, just too much firepower for the Portland Trail Blazers, and that's been a theme in these first two games. Dame and CJ, both 9 of 15 from the field. They both played exactly the same amount of minutes at 30 minutes and 16 seconds as uh, Terry Stotts uh, keeps on changing lineups and we're going to talk about what he's doing in the next segment but we're going to break down what happened in saturday's game first dame had 29 cj had 24 uh damian lillard i was asked by nate duncan when i did my appearance my yearly appearance on the dunk don podcast uh you know can damian lillard get better and my answer was i can't put it i can't say that he won't because every year he adds something to his game. Last season, he became a better defender. He became uh, much more fierce at the point of attack and, and made sure, helped Portland make the leap defensively that they made last season. And this season, what he's done is he's changed his ball handling and made it even better. It looks more effortless. He's been doing more uh, work handling the ball. That was according to his agent uh, and media guy, Nate Jones, and he was working with Phil Beckner, his his personal coach, who was his coach at Weber State. And, and Dame has worked on his handle. He's got these inside-out dribbles. He's got these behind-the-backs that he's doing, and he's doing it, making it look easy. And, uh, you know, Dame's handle has never been bad, obviously, but uh, it, it was never on, you know, the same level as, say, Steph Curry or Kyrie Irving. And I think some would even say that CJ had better handles than him. And, you know, some people still might say that just because CJ is so uh, good at, at, at breaking guys down. But Lillard is is breaking that out in his game right now where he is cooking guys in isolations and in a league where everything 
while you know spacing is is obviously valued and and obviously teams have plays and sets but in a league where at the end of games everything breaks down into a pick and roll where teams switch you're gonna have to score one-on-one and i think this makes diller makes damian lillard an even more fierce one-on-one scorer when you add his shot his straight line speed his ability to leap his ability to finish at the rim and you throw the handles in there and now he can kind of shake guys even more than he used to which you know again he was always a pretty good isolation player but he's just gotten you know adding this handle makes him even better at that so you know you add that to this blazers recipe over what they've had the last couple of seasons and uh you have to like what you see obviously portland starting 2 and 0 is great and that's you know obviously best case scenario but uh when when you look at uh what this team's ceiling is you know i think most people maybe didn't expect Damian Lillard to get better and I think you know obviously we were not one of those people here I was not one of those people just because of I've been up close and I've seen him get better every year and so it wasn't going to surprise me if he did get better and this is now you know if he continues this and obviously this is week one and we've been here before with Dame where he has a hot start and, and you know his scoring hasn't even been that hot but and, and that's, I think, more of what's happening is he just looks – it looks easier even if he's not getting the numbers up there. And so I think uh, it's early, but, you know, if, if Dane can continue to be tough to tougher to guard than he has been in the past, I mean, that opens so many more doors up that, you know – Portland already was going to be in the mix for the playoffs. But, you know, if Lillard can continue to get better and continue to raise his game, that raises Portland's ceiling and that, you know, could get them up into 50 wins and and competing for a mid-playoff seed, which I think they – that was what I predicted at the start of the season. I think Portland – I picked Portland to finish fifth in the Western Conference. Uh, you can see my picks on, on my Twitter account. But uh, I picked Portland to finish fifth, but, I you know, I didn't know – that Dane had this in the bag, but this is why he also kind of keeps his workouts quiet. This is why he he doesn't show a, a lot of things off in the off season, which is what you know fans really like to see. Fans love seeing it from CJ McCollum that he uh, you know does those really popular runs with LeBron and James Harden and all those guys. Dame doesn't do that, but every year he comes back when it counts with something extra and i think that is is super cool and again it just means again just showing again how special damian lillard is as a player and uh you know i think that could raise expectations obviously it's early but the fact that lillard is even better that means uh, big things i think for portland so not that it should be a surprise but at this point i, I just wanted to you know commend Lillard for adding to his game and you know I think it could take the Blazers to another level but Portland is doing some other things changing things even though they have a lot of the same guys they're doing some different things and we're going to talk about what those different things are when we come right back here on Locked On Blazers. And we're back here on Locked On Blazers, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, and we're talking about the, the Blazers and doing some different stuff, uh, some some different things than we've seen over the past couple of years. Because 
I think that's one thing that a lot of Blazers fans have gotten tired of, and rightfully so, is, hey, uh, you know, this team has been good, but there's a ceiling. We've seen how good this team can be. It's kind of stale. There's not a whole lot else we can do. And while, you know, that may be true, I think that obviously you know, underestimates the, the, the work of, of Terry Stotts and the Blazers coaching staff and also of the players and their ability to adjust to different strategies and different schemes. And I think one thing that I'd really like to point out that is different and something that I think a lot of people are were quick to criticize at first because it's it's just different than what they've done and it also kind of goes against some conventional wisdom. But the Blazers are playing Damian CJ, Damian Lillard and CJ McCollum together all the time. They're basically only playing them together. And instead of having uh, Dame and CJ play with Evan Turner, they're letting Evan Turner run the show on the second unit and letting Dame and CJ take a rest. And then when Dame and CJ are back on the court, the other teams can't guard them because that they're at their best when they're on the floor together. I mean, that's... Uh, not exactly a shock that the two best players on your team are better when they're on the floor together, but they are. And I think another thing that plays into Dame and CJ playing more together is the thing that we talked about in the preseason. We talked about it when uh, I referenced the story that Mike Richmond wrote about Evan Turner and how Portland has been successful when he has a high usage role. They basically the change has been we're going to stop trying to put Evan Turner with Damon CJ and we're going to put Turner as the lone guy as as the guy that's leading the charge and we're also going to up the pace with our team and that is kind of the combination that is creating a really you know an offensive explosion for Portland right now obviously it's only two games but right now they have the second highest offensive rating in the league behind only New Orleans and so I think those are some of the changes they're scoring more efficiently with the starting lineup with cj and dame playing together and then evan turner has a usage rate of 20 percent he he's assisting at a much higher rate than he had in his previous portland seasons and was comparable with some of his boston years which is the best years of his career and he's working with nick stauskas and and seth curry really well and Turner is is actually shooting the ball well. He looks comfortable out there. He's getting to his post-ups. He's getting guys involved, and he's really setting the table. He's turning the ball over a little bit, but who cares with the way he's playing otherwise and the way the bench is playing otherwise? And, uh, you know, that is not as important as all the other things that he's doing. And I think credit goes to Terry Stotts and the coaching staff for saying, hey, what we've done just because we kept our job doesn't mean we're going to keep doing the same thing that we were doing before to get this team to the next level where Blazers fans really want this team to be and where they want it to be. I mean, everyone on this team was part of the, except for Turner, was part of the group last year that won a playoff series, had a nice showing against Golden State, and have never moved past that. And so obviously they they want to do that. And so far, 
the, the change in strategy by resting CJ and Dame together and playing them together and letting Turner just go with Stauskas, Curry, Harkless, and Zach Collins and, and, and a mix of Myers Leonard as well, that is really working for the Trailblazers. And, uh, you know, it's early, but. You know, they, they beat two teams who I think are going to be in the playoffs, one of them who has the best player in the league and then one of them who has the best coach in the league in San Antonio. And then tonight uh, you're going to be facing a, a team that is probably going to be in the playoffs once again uh, in Washington. But uh, so we're going to get more sample size on this. We're going to see more of what it looks like. But the early returns are great right now on these strategic changes and it's going to be interesting to see how the league adjusts, how other teams adjust to Portland doing some different things with their scheme. They're not staggering CJ and Dame like they were before, which a couple of years ago, three or four years ago, was this mind-blowing thing that was, uh, you know, the, the the amazing choice by Terry Stotts to always have CJ or Dame on the court, but. Um, you know, maybe the, the I, I think the calculus is less is more with that, and and that means more Evan Turner, and so uh, really it's it, it's very very interesting to see what Portland is doing and how they've had to change uh, because the league kind of caught up to everything that they were doing uh, over the past couple of seasons. So now they've changed, and so uh, will really be interesting to see. Uh, how much they can keep this role going and how much these changes can really feed uh, more success for the Blazers because they've started off very successfully. But we're going to talk about their opponent coming in on Monday night, the Washington Wizards, in a second. We will be right back. And we are back here for our final segment here on Monday's Locked on Blazers. And we're talking about Portland's opponent tonight at the Moda Center, the Washington Wizards, who come into the Moda Center looking for their first win of the season, a Wizards team that uh, a lot of people compare to this Blazers team and I think is is, is often one that uh, people look to as a comparison as, hey, um, you know, here's another good backcourt or, you know, some other folks are saying, hey, here's a good backcourt that reached their peak. And, you know, this is another example of, you know, why you can only get so far, et cetera, et cetera. And uh, even LeBron, when he was here, was his first comparison to Damon CJ was Bradley Beal and John Wall. So uh, I I think it's kind of funny that these two teams are playing against each other and uh, at least right now they're going in opposite directions. The Wizards are 0-2. They lost at home to Toronto without Kawhi Leonard. They were resting Leonard that night and they lo- the Wizards lost at home. Obviously Toronto is going to be very good this year so it's not exactly a bad loss. Brad Beal coming off of his first All-Star appearance he had 32 on Saturday. Uh, you know, Wall is obviously a blur in the open court and is fantastic but I think last Last year, you could have made the argument that Beal was better than him as an overall player, and uh, it'll be interesting to see if that continues because Beal, you know, is, is a little bit bigger. He, he he's creating his own shot. He's he's a better shooter. Uh, you know, he he's doing a lot of other things better than Wall. So that's uh, you know kind of a little interesting detail about the Wizards coming into this game, uh, but they're going to be looking for their first win. Dwight Howard keeps on dealing with some. Uh, literal butt pain uh he has a a buttocks injury uh which is like the most dwight howard injury ever uh and 
last season in the season series, both teams exchanged wins on the other's home court. Portland won at Washington, and then earlier in the season, Washington won at Portland. Uh, some new faces in Washington gone is Marcin Gortat, who uh, has always, I think, played the Blazers pretty well. He's a very serviceable center, and they sent him to the Clippers. And now Austin Rivers, a guy who also usually plays the Blazers well and has had some really good performances in Portland, is on the the roster for Washington. He's playing a lot. Kelly Oubre Jr., you're going to see a lot of him. Lots of small ball for the Wizards. And then you've also got Otto Porter, who very talented wing, uh, who you know, you've seen on Washington the past couple of years. And then they also added veteran Jeff Green from Cleveland last year. And Green, uh, obviously a guy that can play multiple positions and while is not uh, you know, a, a fearsome scorer by any means, he's uh, he can help you win games by doing little things. And so uh, I think you know this is going to be a really good matchup for Portland. And obviously the, the Wizards are hungry coming into this game because they have not won a game. They have expectations. And them, kind of like Portland, are in a year where uh, it's put up or shut up. And uh, you know Zach Lowe referenced Portland and Washington uh, in his – season predictions is crazy predictions saying that he thinks that this is going to be the end of the line for both teams and both of their cores so uh kind of interesting that they, to have this matchup so early in the season but portland right now uh you know looking very good lillard looking better cj looking very good and the bench uh looking very very different uh than we've known come to know for the blazers where they've always kind of struggled with their bench units over the past couple of seasons so uh portland Portland against Washington tonight at home at the Moda Center. So should be a very, very good game. It's a 7 p.m. tip. So that's going to do it for this edition of Lockdown Blazers. Keep it locked here. We will be back with you after Monday's game. So leave us a review and hit us up on Twitter. And we'll be back with you on the next episode.